0: I am a strong black woman, and I still believe in black love, although I'm not just waiting around for love to find me, I believe in cultivating black love. All right, so I would like to welcome you both to the Black Love Recovery Channel, and I appreciate you guys making the time this evening to share some of your wisdom and knowledge from your personal experiences pertaining to Black love and to marriage. Before we dive into the interview, I would like to give you guys the opportunity to just introduce yourself real briefly. Just say your name, maybe share a little bit about yourself that you would like people to know, and then we'll go ahead and get into the interview, okay? Okay, well,
1: I'm Brianna.
0: I am originally
1: from uh, Mobile, Alabama. Um and I moved to Dallas about what almost what three and a half years ago now. So um yeah, it's a little bit about me. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Go ahead.
2: Yeah, uh, uh my name is uh, Danny Mulinda. Um I'm originally from Congo. I moved in the United States seven years ago, uh in 2013. Um I'm the I have a twin brother and um I have a big family. We are seven, and um, yeah, that's about me.
0: Nice. Okay. Very. Good. Also, graduate
2: D.C. year. So. Uh, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, so, would you guys mind sharing a little bit about how you met and what attracted you guys to each other when you first met?
1: Okay, um, I'll go. So, because it kind of starts with me. I actually, he lived in or we both lived in Minnesota for a minute, like all his family is in Minnesota. Yeah. So I actually moved to Minnesota for six months for a training program for my, um, for my job. And I didn't know anybody there whatsoever. And so I actually went with one of my coworkers to a party and she's like, oh, like she was she's from Zambia, I believe. And So she's like, "You never been to like an African party?" And I'm like, "No, girl. Like, I, I'm from Alabama. I don't, I don't know anybody that's you know African like that. They're, you know, it's not that many different people in Alabama." So um, she was like, "Yeah, like come with me." And so we go, and somehow I like run into his friends, and she knew them, and so he, all his friends were like talking to me, like, "Oh, hey, hey you know, whatever." Mm-hmm. And then once um I believe he was like in the background just looking like who's that? you know but he didn't want to like he didn't want to say anything or anything mm-hmm. so I go up to him and I'm like oh I haven't met you yet like you know what's your name nice and so then, you know after that he literally like did not let me go the whole night like we were talking and like of course it was, like really loud you know loud music <laughs> but we're just in, in the corner over here like talking having like deep conversations and everything so nice that's kind of how we met. Do you yeah. want to uh, no, I'll
2: probably mention also like before that we were we were making eyes contacts like probably two or three times.
1: Yeah, we looked at each other
2: a lot. Like we're like, right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It so
0: it's just not... a matter of time. Pretty yes, much. yes, right. yes. <laughs> nice. So, Brianna, I do have a question for you. Can you speak to um, single women out there when it comes to approaching a man? Because when I read that in your response, I was like, okay, that's different and unique. And a lot of single women, they have this mindset and mentality where they're just waiting for the man to approach them yep. and take yes. initiative. So, can you speak a little bit? What advice would you offer to single women about being social and approaching men?
1: Okay, you know what? So, that that's not my normal um, behavior because I normally don't go up to people at all like I wait for the guy to come to me but for some reason I don't know I was just like you know I think I was out of my comfort zone in a new location and I was like you know what hey I'm only here for six months let me just go to him like let's see what happens it honestly wasn't anything it was just like oh well he's cute and nobody else is so I was like you know what like let me just do that I mean and then I think it was mostly like oh I don't have anybody to hang out with like let's just see so um I would just get like the advice I would give is just go after it if it's something you want or you see I mean go after it's not I don't know I don't think it's a big deal to like go and at least say hi Mm -hmm. and then because Once I did that, it made him comfortable to, like, do the rest. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm just throwing myself at him or anything. It
0: was like, hey. So, this is casual. Mm I love
1: it. I love Uh, that.
2: I'll probably probably have it. usually, uh, uh, like, coming from um, Congo in my culture, (laughs) just like you say, this is, like, a good advice to, like, tell all the women there that if it's okay to go say hi to someone that you like. Because in my culture, as soon as you do that, they'll probably think that's okay, uh, it's not probably really appropriate, but it, it's okay. If you like somebody, you have to go and say hi. And uh, th- there is always a, a way for, for you to like uh, tell them or show them that you're interested and then let them do the rest. Because uh, as a man, you don't want a woman to just do everything and then you're just there and then, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, no, because I definitely made you work after that. <laughs> oh, so. yeah
2: yeah i was like oh she, did she really come to me in it but i I, I felt comfortable i didn't mind doing all that so that was good
0: <laughs> so yeah. once Brianna approached you danny you said did that make you feel comfortable so where you could like you know have a free-flowing conversation would you say so yeah? uh,
2: in my mind i was like uh if she doesn't come to me i'll definitely go to her because uh we we have made probably like three four times eye contact we're looking at each other like okay like you know <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, if she didn't come, I would have. And then right after she told me uh, her name, I-, I started talking a lot. And then uh, we just had like good conversation and stuff like that. And then it seemed like I actually went to her. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. After
2: a while. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. Nice.
0: Okay, good stuff, I love it. The next question that I have for you guys is during your dating and courting process, was there ever a period of time where you may have called it quits and stopped talking to each other romantically? If yes, please share what happened and for how long, and if not, please share why you feel that was never the case. Well, so we did
1: not, we never, I guess, stopped talking or anything like that. I actually met him three months into me moving to Minnesota. So I only had three months left. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, in that phase, we were, I guess, of course, trying to get to know each other. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, I don't know if this, you know, if this is going to go anywhere, like, we'll just see. So once I moved to Dallas, um, you know, things, I feel like, yes, like we were, We were talking, but I was still in my mind, like, okay, he's a guy, like, we'll just see what happens. But then I think things changed once I'm like, okay, he's actually still, you know, communicating with me. He's still, you know, visiting me. Once he actually visited, like, I would say a month after I uh, moved, then that's when I was like, all right, we're, we're really doing this, like, we're gonna do this. Like, we already had our minds made up that, you know, this is gonna be tough. You know, distance because I think at that time we were what 14 hours or so away. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, luckily we're on the same time zone. I know some people that have dated yeah. and they're on the different time zone. That's mm-hmm. very hard. But um, yeah, that's my two cents. I I, I don't remember the. other No,
2: I, I think actually from there that we didn't have like uh we were planning probably like for three months ahead, like buying tickets and everything, and we did not nice. do uh, more than I think six weeks, you know, without yeah.
1: seeing each other. Yeah, we made so. sure, like, four to six weeks, we are, you know, buying a plane ticket and seeing each other, whether he comes to Dallas or I go to Minneapolis. Um, I will... your job
2: was in Minneapolis. Oh, and my
1: job was in Minneapolis, too. So it it helped, you know, because um, I worked on a team that was half in Minneapolis and half in Dallas. So that worked out, too. Um, I will wait. I want to mention something about like your like me int- you introducing me to your family like I think that took him a minute. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think yeah, like because it would be times where I'm in Minneapolis and like he has to drop something off at his parents' house, uh, and I would just not? stay in the car <laughs> while he goes and like does something. I'm like, when are you going to invite me? You know, when are you going to introduce me? So um, I think that was something
2: different It, it was different. you know uh, but again it's uh from my culture whenever you introduce somebody in there which i think like it depends on like the the uh, who and uh, in my culture when you introduce somebody to the parent that means that you have to either marry that person yeah like it's so really it's, serious it's, uh, but, but yeah. my parents was not they were not expecting me to do that because uh mm-hmm. I, I remember i've introduced a couple uh, women they just asked me or they told me like are you sure you do not looking out there or that's that's all you can get just to mm-hmm. let me know that you can find better than that so then, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey parents gotta look out so. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and, and um, yeah. actually what made me like introduce her to my parents it was kind of like at the moment I was um I was praying and uh, I asked for God for different signs to like uh, uh, give me, and then God gave me some sign. And then I asked him like, if my mom loved this woman, I'm going all the way in. And then, <laughs> my mom saw her, he was like, that's her. I was like, here we go. My answers are. After- <laughs> you know
1: what? Like from my point of view, I didn't know like if she liked me if she didn't because um, his mom mainly speaks French. French yeah. So mm-hmm. it was of course a language barrier. And you know, I'm talking through him to her and waiting. Uh-huh. So I'm like, uh, okay. And so it was a little, I mean, it was awkward for me, but uh I was like, well, yay, she like because he was like, she said she likes you, but then she's right here. And I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh-huh. it was, you know, different. I would just say it's like a different experience, but a good experience, mm-hmm. of course. But his mom is like really sweet and so nice. Like,
0: nice. Um, yeah that's amazing wow i do want to rewind will really quickly i think you guys may have touched on it a little bit but the Mm -hmm. question that i have for you guys when it came to you facing um being long, in a long distance relationship. The question I had was, can you share more about the communication and what was discussed when you were facing long distance? Many people are afraid of long distance, you know, and oftentimes also like they don't have the opportunity to really get to know or like, you know, get a sense and feel for the character of the person. They might start a dis- long distance relationship, you know, out the gate so you guys so, had the opportunity to get to know each other for about three months before you know Brianna you had to go over to Texas so can you share a little bit more about like some of the communications you guys might have had it sounded like you were pretty intentional like you know every four to six weeks we we're going to be seeing each other physically yeah. so yeah. What were some of oh, the conversations? yeah,
1: yeah I, I think just talking about every single thing like every little detail um, that helps and communicating as As far as communication
2: go? Yeah, I think the communication part, uh, I I, I used to have a distance relationship before, which didn't work. And then uh, from that experience, I was like, I'll probably change my communication style to make this work. Because after uh, a while, after that three months when she moved, uh, we were talking on the phone almost all the time. If, and I, I would know, like, uh, what time she works out when she go to work, like, all, all the schedule And she will also know my schedule. And if we need to, like, talk about something really, really important, we'll go on FaceTime or, and then talk for long hours. When I'm driving, she will, uh, she will call me. Or if she's driving, she will call me. And um, I think that's actually made us to be more best friends because mm-hmm. I talk a lot. And then she also talks a lot. <laughs> so that's uh, make us to be like really really uh uh, i would probably say best friend and even to get to know each other because that the the distance relationship i think that especially if you know that you're gonna go with this person you will do whatever it takes like uh, better the communication and stuff like that but then i'll probably also say that um people who like usually are in the same city sometimes they'll probably be like okay they get bored or they don't really Mm -hmm. have things to talk about but then uh in our experience we always had things to talk about even if it's like really simple even if it's a a, a joke from a co-worker it (laughs) it was important it was really important yeah nice yeah
1: and also um what you mentioned about like struggles like how hard it was or how it wasn't it was something I was going to touch on maybe I'll come back to it
0: it <laughs> slipped my mind yeah. Yeah. yeah if you remember definitely come back to that um mm-hmm. what would you say has been the best part of being married I think just being around
1: each other just because we haven't been around each other yeah. and so um I think oh going back to what you were saying earlier yeah. um I think it actually helped us to get to know each other more mm-hmm. Because we didn't get, we weren't in each other's faces. So, you know, the physical and all of that, that didn't get involved. We were able to have those like different hard conversations. You know, we were forced to have those conversations instead of like just, you know, you know, all the craziness, just maybe stuff with your family. Like, you know, people are pulling you here, people are pulling you there and you're, you're busy with your day. You might not have like those um, you might not be able to have those type of conversations, so I think being long distance helped us to like, all right, we're gonna have a set time and we're just gonna talk about anything and everything. So I think that actually helped our
0: relationship. So it helped you guys be more intentional with building the yes. of the friendship and the relationship ultimately. Yes, yes, so. for sure. Good angle. Okay. Nice. Okay. So next question was, um, what would you say is the best part of being married? Yeah.
2: So I'll probably say. Uh, She's my best friend first. Uh, and then our friendship is uh, still growing. And um, I don't get uh, bored or annoyed with her any sort of way. Yeah. And then I was not, uh you know, when you picture marriage, I think like people will picture marriage as, it has to be this and this. Like
1: your life is over. Yeah, like, <laughs> your life
2: is over and stuff like that. But we're still able to share like, she can have her own space. I can have my own space. But the fact that I'm not like, okay, I'm tired of being around her or not. And then also, uh, uh, we, we play a lot. We probably uh, cook a lot. And uh, we take pictures. We go joke around much. all the time. <laughs>
1: always trying to scare each other, like, hi. <laughs> i always, uh-huh. always scared. Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah, like, just stupid stuff. Just anything, like, silly. We're always just silly around each And I think that just... Yeah people, like, it, the advice I would give to people is just, like, make sure you're best friends with someone you marry. Like, I, I feel like you shouldn't, like, be so caught up in the love, and of course, of course, you're gonna love them, but, like, best friends first, I feel like that should be the foundation, and then the love just comes after it. You just grow to love and be in love with each other even more, and once you, like, truly know that person, your best friends, you can have a good time, like, in all of that.
2: And I'll probably also add that the fact that we are able to share different culture. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, something that's really, we don't have anything that's like, sometimes we'll probably see, okay, let's see things that's happening in Congo. I will explain where, where the Congo is from. And then things that she will also share with me, like, okay, in the Black community, this is how things work. And then I've learned a lot, a lot, a lot. And then the fact <laughs> that we both are willing to, like, uh, uh, share and even uh uh, be in uh, those cultures so i'm in her culture and she's in my culture that's just the best part too.
1: yeah and i'll also say like i really have taught him a lot about just black history in general oh, you know yeah. just being from alabama and of course just being black mm-hmm. in, in the u.s um i've helped him like connect some some of those things because a lot of people like i i i, I can can i speak for yeah. Africans or whatever <laughs> I think like they don't know. like I don't want to like just be generally like oh yeah. all Africans don't know you know about it but it's I think it's definitely a disconnect with the Absolutely. history and why us I guess African-American or Black people why we're angry or always you know angry about certain things and he's like, Oh, well, why is that a big deal? And I'm like, Well, this is why this
0: yeah, is this. <laughs> no, you're actually hitting on a great point. And I don't think it's just like you know, Africans like you know, that live in Africa or anything like that. I would say, even so, like black people here in America, because just speaking for myself, like there's so much that I've learned within just this past year, like right before the whole George Floyd, right before oh, yeah. you know the whole Black Lives Matter really started to like resurface again. Like me personally, I've learned a lot and it's kind of like, has me like, okay, how did I not know this? And then you yeah. start to notice that, yeah, that it like, it's like intentional, so to speak, black history isn't really taught in schools it's like an elective that you can take in college like oh, you know
1: really? um, yeah
0: like black history like you can get a black history class but it's not what you're learning you know in school you know yeah. as the core curriculum so there's a lot you know that like i would say even the black culture here in america like we kind of have to take the initiative to learn on our own so Very i really true. find that interesting how you guys are like you know the cultural difference and like you're having these conversations i think is great you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Interesting dynamic, good stuff. Oh, yeah. I do notice that you guys have a social media page. I want to say that, is that like your couples page that you guys have where you're showing?
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the, the idea about the platform, that platform, it's, uh, uh, it's most likely for, uh, so it goes both ways, but most mm-hmm. likely from people who are coming from Africa. Because ah. the, the mentality when we're coming from Africa, it's Kind of like different and then when we get here it's uh there is people who don't want to be in their uncomfortable zone. they only want to stick with their african people they're only going to stick with the the group of people so the the idea about the page it's me and her we are two different persons from two different cultures but we love each other so we want just to share out there to anybody that you don't have to wait on uh, uh, somebody who's from your tribe, oh my or God. who's from yeah. Congo, to be happy.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can be Dang. open
2: and find your soulmates anywhere. Yeah, so that's Dang. the main idea about that practice.
1: Yeah, and we oh. want to eventually, like, of course, like give more advice yeah. and things like that. Um, may probably start making little videos on different subjects. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so you know, that will be in the works yes. soon as well. Okay,
0: I love that. I really love the story behind the platform. I'm definitely gonna have to mention that, you know, when we do this video post and let people know, that's amazing. <laughs> that's I love like that, yeah. good stuff. <laughs> okay, so the next question that I have and you, I think you brought up a little bit about it is, what would you say you struggled with as a couple or maybe as an individual being married, and how did you find ways to make progress? What strategies maybe did you use to overcome those obstacles?
2: Uh, I'll probably say that the, the struggle that I had, first off, the I'll, now, I'm not going to say communication because the communication was great, but there is certain things that she was like joking that I don't get.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, okay, yeah. she will,
2: like throw a joke. I'm like, oh, that's probably offensive, but it's a joke. And then as she was explaining me and I'm start getting comfortable and, uh, I did that overcome. We will just talk more about it. And then she'll probably tell me like, this is a joke, get ready. So I'll probably be ready. Okay. So <laughs> this way, Not being like, uh, defensive, like, oh, why are you making bad jokes like that? And stuff like that. So yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I mean. yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 okay. Um, I would say probably um be I'm I, I will say I'm very independent. Uh I've I've lived on my own for so long. Um uh, my mom, she's a single mom, so I've seen her play those different parts. So I think just I guess letting him take the lead on some things. I mean, you know, because you see a woman in power all the time. And um, I guess our backgrounds are a little different, so he's used to a certain thing, I'm used to a certain thing, and so mm-hmm. just letting him take on that role, I think that was probably a, a struggle for me.
2: Yeah. Okay. And then okay. Uh, let me also add that uh, in uh, our culture, let, I'll just give an example. Like, I didn't also prepare her to like how to greet people in my culture. Oh yeah. Because so sometimes uh, you probably do. Uh, uh, the, little, the little. Yeah. Three kisses on the cheek. I but didn't know that, like, you didn't, you didn't, know he didn't
1: tell me, and so people are like doing, and I'm like, this, and this it doesn't flow for me, I, I didn't, I wasn't expecting it, and so he's like, oh shoot, like, I gotta tell uh, her go that. that, yeah,
2: because
1: I am reaching out, to shake my hand, to shake hair the and they're like, oh, no.
0: <laughs> okay, Nice. So I do have a question. Um, I want to say maybe for both of you, and you guys are actually like on it because you're covering some of it. For Danny, the question I had were, what were some of the different practices or ways of greeting which you just shared down? Oh! And yeah, <laughs> you guys like my mind. <laughs> and then for you, Brianna, I had, what were some of your fears of moving in together? Because um, when it comes to, you said that you know you were Afraid of how once we actually start living together in the same space because you're used to being on your own and that independence. So if you could speak a little bit more to that,
1: yes, I was I was a little nervous. I was like, okay, we've technically never like been around each other more than what a week or two at a time. So this is us like all day, every day living together. I was like, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little nervous, even though he's very pleasant, very mellow, very chill. I was still like, for me, I'm like, okay, I do like my space. I am that type of person that, you know, likes their me time or alone time sometimes. Because even whenever I was younger, my mom would be like, if you didn't have a, um, if you had a bathroom in the kitchen in your room, I would probably never see you. Because I was that, <laughs> part, that child wow. <laughs> that stayed in their room and was just to themselves. So just having him, I guess, in my space. At first, I was like, oh, gosh, I'm nervous. But and
2: I'm it was, too loud. Sometimes you know, I'll be singing. Oh, my God. He is loud. Oh,
1: God. Okay, yes, that's another thing. Like, I'm like my household was very quiet. Like, me and my... I have an older brother. No, I have an older sister and a younger brother. And we're about four years apart. So we kind of were... We didn't... You know, like, we were in different schools at, at different times. So we didn't get yeah. to grow up together like that. So... um. And we kind of just did our own thing. We had our own friends, so it wasn't like it wasn't loud at all. But I guess him, his, his, <laughs> <he> <laughs> me, my friend. he just talks loud, just just want to play loud music, just just want to be loud. And I'm like, <laughs> so okay, that was that was different. That was something to get used to. But I mean, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I I just grew to embrace the difference.
2: And yeah. um, I don't know. I enjoy him being around. Yeah. No. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. No. When I'm going i she be
0: like, "Okay, what's going?" On? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm like, hey, are you okay? Like. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay. What, what was my question again? I, I just got yeah, along Your
0: from. question was, "What were some of the different practices um, that you had to, you know, introduce to Brianna as you guys started to get to know each other?" Uh,
2: practices as. Um, like
0: any yeah. cultural differences. Like, what were the things that you taught her? Okay, so
2: uh, most likely cooking. I love yeah. to cook. I really enjoy cooking, and then uh, whenever I'm in the kitchen, she loves to be around me. So uh, <laughs> he I, cooks I, really good. I, like I do cook,
1: probably better than me. Like. <laughs> I mean, it's like, okay, it's stuff that I can cook well, but then it's stuff that he can cook well too, but like, you still be like,
2: editor good. I'll be like, nice. why can't I cook like you? So and ahead. then also a little bit of French, even if I'm a bad teacher, oh, yeah. I would probably say that. I'm a bad teacher, but i have taught just some words in French, like when somebody tell you this, you need to like uh, answer this yeah. or respond this way. Yeah. And um, also most likely uh, the way my culture moves, uh, it just, it's way different as here. For uh, like marriage and oh, even yeah. uh, uh, the way that uh, people think about uh, uh, how married couples supposed to live or before and after, uh, during the marriage and stuff like that. Really? And um, my parents have been married for 43 years now. I think 44 in, uh, in uh, January uh, next year. But uh, living in uh, that environment uh, from them helped me a lot too. And then there's things that uh, I'm also able to share with her. Like uh, this is how I grew up. Uh, I've never seen my parents uh, yelling at each other, for instance. And then uh, coming from that kind of environment, I'm, I, I really don't yell. Like I'm yeah, not really chill. Really if I get really, really upset, I'll probably go and go for a drive, go for a walk, and I'll come back. If we're just gonna talk, we're not yelling. We just talking.
1: He
0: won't
2: argue yeah. with me. I, I don't I, argue. I try. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So get something out of it. now.
0: He, he doesn't. So I'm like, okay, now I look stupid. Let me just. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh, nice. So you mentioned a little bit about things being different, like ma- marriage-wise, in your culture. Can you share a little bit more about some of those differences?
2: Yeah. So the tra- we have. Uh, I'll probably say three different ways of the marriage. Uh, we have the uh, the proposal and then the traditional wedding, which is the actual wedding that people really consider. And you wear I, your different yeah, yeah. African you wear your attire. African outfits. Mm-hmm. And then by the traditional wording, wedding, it's most likely as a dowry. I'll probably also mention what I have done for her. What is oh, a like, dowry? Okay, a dowry, <laughs> it's when, uh, it's when the, the, the woman family will ask for, um, it's like most likely symbolically. So the woman family will ask for things as, uh, so in my country, they'll probably ask for like suits or, or clothes, or it just depends on different families. But mm-hmm. it just uh, as a symbol to uh, uh, not only welcome the family, but also to thank the parents that okay, you met, uh, uh, you have a beautiful uh, woman, and then now uh, my family. Or as a man, I'm ready to take care of her. Thank you for uh, uh, make her the the way she is, as far as like her behavior and stuff like that. So that's thank the that, that's the traditional way
1: It's like a thank you, I guess. Yeah, You're it's like giving that, and I think back then, if i if, if I can speak for yeah. uh, your culture, <laughs> um, they you know gave just different things like you know mules or fabrics um, or you yeah. know uh, what uh, seasoning,
2: seasoning uh, salt just
1: whatever like yeah. that back then. But now it's more I guess the modern way people just give money, give at money the, yeah. like now. So, so then, I
2: also uh, something I also I, when I talk about that to her family. Something that also uh, really actually uh, made me love her family more was they actually accepted for me to do the dowry. As far as I wanted to uh, thank her mom uh, for uh, the beautiful woman that <laughs> that I have, and um, I explained a little bit about uh, that to her family, and then they were really amazed about the idea and then uh they came to Minneapolis we did the traditional wedding um and it, it was really really good
1: yeah really, really good and so after the traditional wedding then you would have the you know traditional yeah. American, American, type American type of they call it the white wedding, the white wedding you yeah. know it's the white dress <laughs> so, yeah. so um that would be like the the big celebration and, and does this happen like in the like all at once or so yeah
2: it usually happened all at once like, like on thursday friday, friday and saturday
1: yeah but wow. now like some people yeah, yeah some, some people, people like spread like it, it and out it. and so yeah. we did that like we had our traditional wedding uh what april 2019 yeah. but and then we were going to have our wedding like our regular wedding in july but then we canceled because of covid of okay
0: gotcha. Right. because yeah. of covid and all that yeah. yeah. uh, Gotcha. Mm-hmm. so pretty much it's like two weddings
2: yeah and <laughs> then in, in Africa or in Congo, oh you like know what? <laughs> Let me just say this because
1: I because I feel like I would have already had my wedding already. But Danny, he wants to invite everybody, so that's a different thing. I would have been happy with like you know 100 75 five, one hundred people. That's fine for me. <laughs> no, he wants like two three everybody. Everybody. <laughs>
0: and
1: I'm like, all right, well we got to Yeah,
0: so. <laughs> so you guys are rescheduling, right? Yeah, yeah. we're going to reschedule. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Um the next question that I have for you is, what advice would you offer to black singles that you wish you would have known sooner about marriage? And what are some of maybe the hard conversations that more singles should be having before they get married?
2: I'll probably say in, uh, coming from the culture where uh, there is certain topic that it's difficult to talk about as far as uh, I'll probably say sex uh, I probably uh, i don't remember ever have, had a, have conversation. a conversation with my parents about sex and those kind of topic even uh, it's it's uh, probably touchy from uh, young people and then um, as um here learning from the culture and how things work here and i feel like in my culture we need to actually have those kind of conversations and um and also people need to be prepared before they get married which uh, it's uh, sometimes difficult it's uh, i think some, some people will just think like okay i'll, I'll get my nice suits and she will have a beautiful dress and then that'll probably be it. But uh as mentally myself, I was uh even before I moved here, I was watching tons of video you know, about marriage. Like, how do men supposed to treat their wife? I do uh, uh what what's kind of uh, language that I should probably the love language, no. for instance. Uh how do I learn that? Am I gonna communicate with her? You know, am I supposed to treat her? Am I supposed to be uh, uh uh, looking for myself first, or looking for what she needs, or what uh, kind of like serves her. So, Love all it. those kind of things, a lot of people don't really think about it. And then um, I, I, I wish they would have like a big college for marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it's hey, really- I,
0: I support that. Yeah, yeah it's,
2: it's important to actually get ready, get prepared for marriage before you get there. Because it, yeah. uh, we haven't lived. Uh, Probably a lot of troubling or like uh, argument, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But it's we still like learning. We watch different uh, series of marriage, and that's actually what uh, brought us to even open the the the, the um, uh, Instagram page and stuff like that. Because we figure that there is a lot of people out there that uh, thinks that marriage is not good or marriage is like this, but people don't yeah. do it the good way, and they don't have the good. Uh, pre-marriage to get
1: there yeah like pre-marital counseling yeah Yeah. that would be a good thing to do and Mm -hmm. i think honestly just talk about anything and everything um you know and talk about your communication styles. like how do you feel when you're mad or you know and then from what type of children or what children do you are how many children do you want and just anything and everything you can think of i would talk about it over and over and over until you know Because you don't, I mean, you still obviously don't know until you get in those situations, but at least you'll be a little bit prepared for what's to come.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love it. Great thing. And I, like I said, I definitely support the um, university for marriage. Definitely needed. I love how you were taking intention, like before you came over I was like, okay, how does it work in this culture? That's amazing because a lot of people don't even, you know, think about things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, At all. So that's amazing. (laughs) Maybe that's what it's going to take, like, you know. Oh, yeah, it does. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. so the next question that I have is, in what ways do you feel the Black community's experiences or struggles with marriage, love, and family may or may not be unique in comparison to another culture?
2: In what way? uh,
0: sit out again. So in what ways? um, and I guess because now you guys have highlighted, you know, the cultural difference between both Mm -hmm. of you. So Mm -hmm. and we're all black here. So (laughs) the question is um, in what ways do you feel I guess I should say the black American community's experiences? In what ways does the black Americans experiences um that you've seen maybe with the way marriages have been and the home life has been, love and family. In what ways would you say that experience may or may not be unique when you compare it to any other culture or any other race?
2: So uh, I don't know. I'll probably from my experience or from coming from another culture and then uh, moving here, uh, I'll probably say the uh, Black, not all of them, but uh, the black community, just like I was saying earlier, like needs to probably more pay attention to counseling. Um, um, if there is certain point or certain argument that people have in marriage that shouldn't even be like a, a conflict. And um, I also say like the people are most likely think about uh, financing instead of focusing about the compatibility. Uh, when I say compatibility, <clears throat> I mean, like, the the if we both are compatible, the financial issue will not come through. So mm. most uh, from uh, research or most marriage usually break because of finances and because some people don't pay attention to counseling and they're not seeing if they're really compatible. Mm. Um, yeah, that's probably what I would
1: say. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I think... Yeah, probably in your culture, probably people try a little harder, to. Yeah. I mean, it seems like people <laughs> be going through a lot. <laughs> uh, they be going through a lot sometimes, and they, you know, really work at it and really try. And I'm not saying uh, the Black community in America doesn't do that, but there are a lot of divorces that end that shouldn't have ended. You know, it you could have worked it out. It could have been just a simple conversation. Um, and yeah, that's what I think. Um, or, I mean, and then in my case, like my parents, you know, my dad, he he just kept cheating. So at some point, we got a divorce, of course. Yeah. Like, you know, I think my mom said, like, if he wanted to, like, work on himself, she would actually stay with him. But since yeah. since he didn't want to, he kept continuing to do the same thing over and over, that's, that's just what happened. Yeah. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I love that you guys have a unique um, angle and aspect from the other couples that I've seen, because again, we both black here, but you guys <laughs> <Yeah>. have different <laughs> culture. So I love, I actually love what you both said as far as people needing to have um, one, folk where their focus is at being, it should be more so on being compatible, working through things. And I love the therapy aspect of, you know, speaking to healing. I yeah. agree that, you know, those two things would help a lot more people overcome, like you said, financial troubles or any other things that really shouldn't cause that point of friction or that much friction to where people are like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. So it sounds like in your culture, Danny, that a lot of people, they like focus on like being compatible and they focus on um, like pretty much working together and overcoming obstacles. And then when you come here, you see maybe more so, okay, like cancel culture, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's good to know because I uh-huh. think that, like a lot of, I wouldn't have known, you know, it's good to know that they're <laughs> yeah. Different. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Okay. So the next question I have is how do you feel any of your childhood experiences may have impacted your adulthood and how you show up in your marriage?
2: Um, me, my childhood, uh, I'll probably take my parent example again. Since I've never seen my parents, uh, yelling at each other I, I don't see myself yelling at her at all like i've never done it i'm not gonna do it if i get really like on my nerves <laughs> i know how to like uh, control myself mm-hmm. i just go for a walk i'll go for a walk or i'll probably go to the gym
1: yeah
2: and then i'll come back i'm like okay can we talk now like no you know quiet mm-hmm. food if i see it because i remember <laughs> actually one time i was i was Talking and if she wanted to talk after me. I asked you just to mute yourself. Like Mute yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is going on the phone. Like, mute, on uh, and then let me just let, say let me I say what say. Say. <laughs> I need to say. If you can talk, just talk over yourself. But uh, the, the I I grew up that way or that environment, and uh, that's actually that's uh, like what I'm bringing to the marriage. Uh, as far as and I'm also. Uh, uh, my, my my uh my dad was always working my mom worked when she wanted she wanted to work but she didn't have to uh whenever okay. she was probably gonna getting bored or something she would probably uh do something and open a small uh she she used to have not a restaurant but she was cooking for uh people uh, uh like a big company providing meals and stuff like that but Thanks. she didn't have to do that and then uh, that's also what I'm bringing to the marriage as far as, like, I will do all my best to provide and uh, work my butt off to make sure that my family is good. Because mm-hmm. family is the most thing that I can have, especially her. Oh, yeah. nice.
0: <laughs> um,
1: I would say for me, uh, it's definitely a different... Dynamic. My family, uh, they, my parents actually divorced when I was seven. But within those years, it was, was, I would say, it was a little intense. um, Because you know, there was there were times where we would have to we would stay up late of them just arguing and yelling about just all types of things. And um, so that's something I for sure did not want to bring into that the marriage. I really tried hard and it sucks to say but I really tried hard to make sure I did not marry someone anything like my dad and you know that that's sad I mean because you want your your dad is supposed to be like that role model your, right
0: ideally you
1: know, you know, you know. Time. right right so um so going from just I guess having to learn from scratch almost like okay well I know what I don't want let me write all that stuff down. So, like, let me, you know, figure out what I do want and things like that. So, um I would just say that. Yeah. Um, and I will say I am a little bit more confrontational. Like, I like to talk about stuff right then and there, regardless of how it comes out or how it will sound. Like, I am that person. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just telling this is how I feel right now. So, this is what it is. And, you know, it might not. The, I like once I take a step back and I'm like, okay, I, that was a little too harsh. Like I shouldn't have said that, and I think he understands that. But then I'm also working on that that communication piece, and I, I see now, like I, obviously I can't argue with him. He's not gonna let me So, <laughs> so now I, you know, learned to just, you know, all right, he he's you know processing it his way. Let me just take a step back and we'll, you know, of course, come back to the problem or whatever it is once we're both in a good, better
2: mindset. And I always tell people, like, it's important how you, uh, if you want to say something, good or bad, it's really important how you say it and what you're saying. Because uh, the how it's like, a, I'm saying it with love, even mm-hmm. if it's going to hurt yeah. but I love you. You know, the how I'm saying it, it's important that what am I going to yeah. say. I, I always also say this, that uh, I don't want to tell you something when you're in your mood. Like, I don't want to get you to tell me something when I'm in my mood because I'll be definitely defensive. So mm-hmm. the owl is really, really a major thing for me. Like, if I see she's in her mood, I'll probably come joke around and then I'm telling her what I need to tell her. Mm-hmm. That's how I always process things.
0: Nice. Love it. Okay. And definitely how you say something is like, I would say 90% of the message. (laughs) (laughs) So I do have a question for both of you. Um, Brianna, you mentioned that, you know, you struggled a little bit with allowing Danny to lead in the relationship. And you said that he works with you and reassures you every step of the way. Can both of you speak to how did you, Brianna, how did you struggle with letting him lead? And then Danny, how did you help her relax and work through her maybe trust issues or, you know, that disconnect? So two full question, one for both of you.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think it was just more of him, like you said, reassuring that like, okay, I got this. Um, because I will say I do like to be control of certain things. Like that's just, and I'm not saying I'm a control freak or anything like that, but it's, you know how you want something done a certain way so you just do it yourself? I'm that person. So I've had to, of course, be confident that he will get it done. Obviously, it's not going to be maybe how I do it, but it'll get done in whatever way it's going to be. So um, I would just say just like believing in you that you're going to do it. And yeah.
2: Yeah, I Uh, I think uh, in that, what, what she says is actually really important because uh, it's it coming from, I uh, understood that, coming from her family and then seeing her mom doing everything on her own. Oh, yeah. Like, my and mom then, would have, like, what, two, three, four jobs at one yeah. time. So, mm-hmm. like, everything on her own. Kind of like, it was, i probably say not a struggle. But then uh, on my side, I always make sure she got everything that she wants. So, that's what I say when I propose. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah but you know what my mom or I, what do I say it I was like yeah, don't yeah, you or my mom is like well well well, well Danny Danny
2: you said it you now you said it now <laughs>
1: she's like you said you're going to give her whatever she
2: wants I always keep my promises too uh, it probably takes, if I say something I will do it and then uh, the way I usually plan surprises for instance yeah, I usually plan it even with small details, even when I'm not really a detailed detail person. But, um, yeah, I always want to make sure that she got everything that she needs or everything that she wants, because uh, she, she has also helped me to be the person that I am today, because there is certain things that uh, I could have not done if I was, let's say, probably in Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, There's things that I could have not realized myself, like, oh, okay, I'm uh, an entrepreneur, you know, I can build this and nice. this. And then seeing that, her pushing me for that, uh, according to also my division that I have for uh, me, for her, for the family, it's really, really good.
0: Wow. That's awesome. That's like power couple. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh The next question I have is, what do you love most about each other?
1: That's a good question. I guess I love your kindness. Like, just he, he is, like, just such him. a nice person. Like, I can't even... And, you know,
2: I don't know. A lot of
1: people are like, oh, he's too nice. I, have you heard that before? Where, like, women are like, oh,
0: yeah. he's Yeah, too nice. I've heard I it. I want
1: somebody to be really nice <laughs> to me, you know? <laughs> right. So, right. Um, yeah. yeah, he's really just sweet, kind, super patient. I think before, like, in the beginning stages of our relationship, um, I wasn't that much of a patient person, he has helped me to, you know, just be as patient as possible. He's very calm, like just really level-headed. You make yeah. decisions, like you're just really, oh, you're just great. <laughs> <laughs> like you're my best friend.
2: <laughs> yeah, actually, I was going to say that the first thing I like about her is the fact that we became best friends, and uh, she made me comfortable, like as. Uh, 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 being in relationship even if it was for a couple years but i've never been comfortable with somebody like her uh, but then uh her opening that oh, door for me to be comfortable for me to like uh, tell them how i feel or express my feelings uh that was actually something really really good but also uh she's beautiful oh. she's really i love that about her <laughs> i love and then most of my friends like oh, you got, you got someone. I'm like, yeah, I know. Ah! Yeah. All right,
0: guys. So the last question that I have for you before we wrap up, um, tonight is, um, can you guys share some of your thoughts on relationships, dating and marriage today? And what do you feel is needed for the marriage to be successful? And I have another part to the question, but I'll go ahead and let you guys address those two first.
2: So one more question. uh, Yeah. I, I will say, uh, People need to start dating with intention. When I say intention, I mean, uh, like, uh, if I want to date somebody, I know exactly the value that I have and the value that I will bring to that relationship. During the dating period, people usually get, uh, um, like, blind, especially Mm -hmm. when they start having sex. And uh, it's uh, usually like uh, blind them because they're more focusing on the feeling that they have. They can miss, uh, have like deep conversation about value. uh, Also, I'll say uh, in the married side now, it's more of the expectation. It's uh, some other people take you wrongly. As far as if I'm not understanding your love language, I'll probably be expecting things that I want to, for, for me to like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll probably say that like, I want you to do things on my way or, or, or rather than I would like to do things for her the way she likes to be yeah. yeah so uh, the, in, that's in the marriage side but uh, again to go back to the dating dating with intention that's really really something that uh, a lot of people are missing out there like they will just uh, be blind doing different things and all that are missing to have value conversation and stuff like that that's fine yeah, absolutely
1: yeah I would say uh stay away from all the distractions just like I mean yes your friends and your family they want the best for you and of course take that stuff into consideration but it's still about you too and um I think that's just very important just to like make sure that y'all y'all really get each other um also um I would say don't look at social media like I mean I know that sounds crazy because <laughs> you know you love me. black black love
0: couple goals
1: all this but like don't compare yourself to other people's relationships make Mm -hmm. sure that you're doing things for you guys and like who cares like oh like this guy got her this like okay my guy has to give me this no No, like do whatever like works for you guys
0: right absolutely okay love it good advice so the last question I have for you guys is just pertaining to you. What are you guys looking forward to in the future? Kind of like, what do you see as being your legacy?
1: Ooh. oh.
0: Legacy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah go go no, oh.
2: <laughs>
1: so I just see us like just, I don't know, like creating and developing something really great I don't know what that is yet but I know like <laughs> I want to build something that's just going to generate wealth for generations um, whatever that is but I yeah I want to make sure we create a great foundation for the next generation the people yeah. to come and nice. then,
2: uh, probably uh, for me or for my family and the future, I'm working on, I, I, I just got, i graduated in software, uh, computer uh, uh, science, and then okay. nice. I'm, I'm building something at this time that will start benefiting in 10 years. Mm. As far as like I'm building right now, it's really small right now, but I believe in that project and in 10 years, even five years from today, it will be like, it will be a Bomb. it would be really really good and then i'm not doing that for myself i'm doing that for my generation and then nice. people would be like okay he left this for us it, mm, it, nice. it's related to uh, digital or related to uh, computer stuff but uh i'm already working on it
0: nice that's awesome you guys well hey i'll be on the lookout for it for sure to see yes. how <laughs> all right well if do you guys have any final words or advice that you would like to um share with the singles out there or anyone watching this before we wrap up
2: enjoy being single yes uh uh before you get married make sure that you're ready to serve the other person and consider their feeling before thinking about yourself um this uh I, I, some one of my mentors that's um I was on a man conversation and then he mentioned something really, really powerful. He said that single is a beautiful life. But then, uh, if you want to bring somebody in your life, make sure that you've done enjoying your singleness. As far as, okay, I'm ready to take care of someone, to serve somebody. Because once you get married, I believe that you don't live for yourself, you live to make the other person happy. Yeah. And then also, uh, if you do that, the other person will also feel the way to do it. And uh, love language is something that people need to understand. I'll probably also say that uh, getting uh, not only mentors in marriage, but like a pre-marriage, it's really, really important for uh, to get ready to uh, uh, cause this life when you choose it, it's forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've listened to another mentor say that people usually miss two things in their life. If you wrongly choose your partner, or if you wrongly choose your, your, your career. As far as your partner who will lift you up, and uh, like for her, she's lifting me up. I'm going to leave, and she's coming along. We have great things going on, but then if I did not have that, she's understanding my culture and stuff like that. But if I did not have that, I would probably miserable, like, oh, just very no here, about something. Doing
1: the same thing doing, over and over. Doing the same
2: thing. <laughs> That's yeah. what I would say to single people. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: um, I would say just be patient. Um, I think, uh, and really focus on what you want. Write down exactly what you want in your spouse and everything like that. And, um, you know, make sure that, you, that you, they have the same goals as you. Make sure that there is someone that is of course, like he said, going to lift you up and make you a better person. And I am definitely a believer of just manifesting whatever you want, right? Yeah. You know, you're going to get it. <laughs> just write it down, focus on it, pray about it. Um, I, I definitely was that person just a few years ago that was, you know, like, gosh, like, gosh, all these guys suck. Like, what, what am I going to do? Like, my, you know, like, where's my husband at, you know? I think just, if that's the case, change your location you know, do something different out of the box that that will put you out of your comfort zone and because they might, you know, your husband might not be in that area that you live in right now or just whatever it is. So focus on it, pray about it, manifest it.
0: Speaking it into existence, and it'll happen. Yeah, I love that manifestation. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) All right, you guys, well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you guys sitting down, making time, and planting some seeds for some black love. I will definitely be reaching out to you guys later on and letting you know um, on social media when I tag you. Then that's probably when you can check your email and know that um, the interview links have been posted, okay? Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you guys for your time. You guys have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much. All right, take care. Bye. 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 (laughs) you. <laughs>